the first note that I have is welcome. <laughs> welcome. Hey. <laughs> um, welcome. If you listen to the teaser for this podcast, then you know that I am Megan McKay and this charming gal to my right is Marta. Hey, I'm Marta. I'm sitting on her right. Say your so, last name, though. Oh, Yanguszewska. Yeah. It's an easy one if you practice. It's spelled like Janisuska, mm-hmm. but that's not how you say it. It's not. No. <laughs> uh, and you are listening to Who Knew We Didn't. Maybe Marta knew, though. Well, Marta might have known because she knows things. I'm not, I'm not an expert by any means, so let's just More educated that. than I am, though, in this, <laughs> in this realm. Um, yes, so this podcast is an exploration in the realm of psychology. Uh, while, like we say, neither Marta nor myself are experts in this field, uh, like many, we have a deep interest in the field of psychology and have decided to embark on this journey through the human mind together. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> an uh, exciting sounds. It is, yeah. Um, as you listen, you'll notice that uh, every so often we will have an episode like the one that we are recording right now, um, in which we evaluate a general overview of the topic that we're going to be exploring in that episode. And we thought it would be most relevant to begin this series with an overview of the study of psychology and give you fine listeners a baseline to understand the field, uh, ways of research, branches of psychology, careers, and the role that psychology plays in our everyday lives. Uh, if this isn't something that you're into, then too bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or if this is something that you already know about, like if if you're an expert and and you have like a degree in psychology like Marta or several degrees in psychology fields like lots of people do, <laughs> then, you know, feel free to skip ahead to a, an episode in the future, a subsequent episode from this one yeah. in which we'll be focusing and narrowing in on more uh, specific topics and we're sorry about mistakes already yeah I apologize this is this <laughs> is day one of recording a podcast that we didn't really plan out mm-hmm. uh necessarily where it was gonna go but I mean we'll see it'll be organic it'll be fun there's toothpicks holding my mic onto my broomstick <laughs> so <laughs> we're off to a good start our pot filters are made out of coat hangers and nylons, nylons. <laughs> yes uh but we're very excited and uh <laughs> while our recording equipment is a little bit makeshift uh we are going to do real research yeah. and we are going to um actually try yeah. uh, to to learn things and to teach things and to uh expand our minds yeah basically the point is to get you to say who knew at the end of every podcast so yeah ideally and <laughs> we certainly didn't uh, <laughs> we will be learning everything new for every single episode of this podcast even if you did know just humor us <laughs> say it (laughs) okay so uh psychology what the heck is it anyway (laughs) it is the science of behavior and the mind it covers all aspects of conscious and unconscious experience and thought it is an academic discipline a social science and generally speaking we study psychology to better understand individuals and groups yeah now uh marta yes do you know where the word psychology comes from? Uh, the dictionary. No. Do you know who put <laughs> it in the dictionary? You know, came up with it and it landed it there in the dictionary? Um, well, I took a glance at your notes, so I'd be cheating if I said <laughs> I knew. So why don't you tell me? Oh, okay, fine. <laughs> it was those Greeks. It has, uh, it was the Greeks. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it means uh, it's a combination of the study of the psyche or soul and uh and study of you know psychology the study of the soul and the mind is basically what we're talking about here um it really does start with the greeks uh greek philosophers like plato aristotle and others addressed the workings of the mind and it was the greek physician hippocrates who theorized that mental illnesses had physical causes rather than supernatural causes i mean he's kind of right sometimes yeah i mean concussion it's not always the demons (laughs) not always sometimes it is sometimes um yeah so it really goes from there from fourth century bce all the way till right now uh at this very moment and uh apparently the earliest known reference to the word psychology in the english language was in 1694 
in the physical dictionary, which refers to anatomy, which treats the body, and psychology, which treats the soul. Okay, so when I said dictionary, I wasn't, I wasn't off. You were not, no. <laughs> I mean, like, it is in the dictionary. Uh, and then I guess we should have called this podcast something to do with the soul. Like, who knew about your soul, if that's what the study is. <laughs> anyway, I'm getting off track. Chicken soup for the psychological soul. Oh, damn. <laughs> Reviving that 90s classic. Let's not. Do they still make, still make those? I don't know. I used to have one for the teenage soul. I Ooh, had the one the, for the teenage soul. The equestrian soul or the horse level No, level I didn't soul? have that one. I had I the had teenage soul and I had, my sister had one. I think it was like for the woman's soul or like for the, mother's. like it was feminine. My mom had one for like the mother's soul, but yeah. I read it. Oh yeah. I read, my mom had a bunch of them too. I think she had like, I don't know. I can't remember their names, but I read a bunch of them. And some cool stories, yeah. some nice stories. In case you don't know uh, what the chicken soup for the blank soul was, it was <laughs> like this, I don't know, it was like this book from the 90s, or there were multiples of It was them. a series. There many, yeah, there was a series. There were probably hundreds of them. And they were like stories relevant to like a teenager's soul? <sighs> yeah, in the, the chicken soup for the teenager. Yeah, like you're going to learn stories. things about yourself. Um, I think they're usually real stories like they're not fiction they're it's a non-fiction book or you're led to believe that it's non-fiction um yeah and it's about like honestly I think it's I think it's to make you cry I think (laughs) that's the point of it (laughs) um to Uh, get in touch with your with yourself yeah I mean chicken soup anyway so uh back to psychology psychology Megan you mentioned that it's uh there's a, it's a social science and that a lot of it is driven by research or it's an academic discipline and the way that's done is by su- researching in the scientific method so uh i wanted to start this section by saying hey so psychology is 100 percent of science i don't care what y'all say <laughs> like you can't change my mind but then i read quite a few articles about it and a couple like opinion pieces in the times and whatever written by PhDs in psychology and they're like nah psychology isn't a science so I went down this rabbit hole yeah there's some people saying that it is in certain aspects and some people saying that it isn't because of its adherence to the scientific method we're not going to go into that right now because that would be like an hour-long conversation onto itself yeah Yeah, really but uh but I'll just describe the scientific method and how most research is done nowadays in psychology so most of the things that we learn in psychology is comes from research conducted in universities or research conducted by government funded organizations and this research comes from some academic or somebody coming up with a question they say hey why do people act this way or uh when i hit my elbow how come i get furious or whatever not that that's a real thing <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine you like nudge someone downtown go fuck uh, yourself <laughs> Uh, So first your question is formed, then you have to do an analysis of the existing data. So you have to do your research and compile all of that research and see if you can form a hypothesis. Uh, And then you have to figure out how to test your hypothesis. So if your hypothesis is when you touch a person's left elbow with uh, a certain amount of firmness, they will instantly get angry. You can detect angers, anger in the brain based on which area of the brain is being activated. So what they'll do is just poke a bunch of people in the elbow and see if their brain is being activated. And that is an experiment. So you need to get a good sample size. So you need to make sure you're looking at the right set of people. You can't just choose like your closest friends who all have anger issues. You have to make sure that uh, you're getting a good relevant sample, which actually is a lot harder than it seems. And most research doesn't have a good sample. But again, uh, we for can psychology or for like everything, everything in general. Everything. Um, yeah, if uh, there's actually an amazing series of podcasts by Freakonomics about bad medicine. You're all about that Freakonomics. Well, it's that same series that I was recommending to yeah. you guys because they go into like sampling bias and sampling errors. And so if a medicine is being created for everybody, so for females and males, uh, but females are more variable because they have hormonal fluctuations, because they have children, uh, they have they have like the potential for pregnancy, that sort of thing. Uh, it actually, some researchers only study the effects of medicine on men because they have a more consistent huh. like, body. Yeah. So then when it's released to the public for men and women, there's effects to female bodies that were Unexpected not known. Or yeah. Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. I don't know if that still happens widely, but there's a couple 
there's a couple cases of that happening with medicine and then you know babies were being born all deformed and stuff because yeah it's crazy anyway so in psychology that happens sometimes too and you have to be really critical of the sample size so if they chose only people from like for example with the election if you choose only people from you know new york you're gonna have a really strong hillary leaning group but if you choose people from the areas more affected by the recession or by the i don't know areas that are more trump leaning then you're (laughs) (laughs) you're not gonna have a good sample size so that's where i'm going with that or a good sample selection i don't know if you can hear that motorcycle outside there might be a few of them okay this area is notorious for like good drives so we we often get like fleets of motorcyclists coming down the main drag right there she's not kidding it's it's really nice out here. it's quite beautiful yeah yeah it's really nice um but there are quite a few cops radaring so uh last night just a sidebar at the restaurant across the street there was a huge fight in the parking lot <gasps> after closing it oh was so intense I was making a pie Taylor was watching like whose line is it anyway or something like that and we're just chilling out no it's the blue jays but anyway (laughs) (laughs) we're just chilling out hanging out i'm baking up a storm and we just hear screaming from outside and so we turned down the blue jays there was a huge fight amongst all of the staff at the restaurant and they staff yeah like physical fighting like there was punching and grunting and this woman was screaming like stop it i'm both horrified and like wish I saw it it was intense it went on for probably about 25 minutes of like off and on like yelling you're a pussy fuck you was there blood I don't know if there was blood but eventually the cops showed up and I started joking I was like they were all yelling like I'm gonna call the fucking cops and I was like I'm then gonna call the it. fucking <laughs> cops like Jesus Christ what's going on out there oh my god um yeah it was really intense and then the cops showed up and at least one of them left and like with a police officer it was it was heavy that's actually something that I want to talk about. Uh, who will call the cops if anyone when something like that breaks out? Is that a psychological? Yeah, boy. yeah. <laughs> uh, sorry. So massive sidebar. That yeah, we had I didn't there. mean to do that, but it was <laughs> just anyway. Go ahead. Uh, so once you've conducted your experiment, you've you have your good, beautiful, perfect scientific sample size, uh, and then you analyze your data. You see if the effects of poking an elbow are at all correlated to the effects of activating that anger center in the brain and if they are uh, significantly correlated then you can infer causation but you can't you can't definitively say it so you can say you know the results suggest this but you can't say that definitely 100% of the time if you poke everyone in the elbow then they will get pissed off to this degree so Hmm. uh, so research in the scientific method is collect your data look at everybody else's information conduct your own experiment conduct your statistics uh so sometimes you'll get they have this number called uh shoot I actually can't remember what it's called but it's like what determines whether something is statistically significant or not so if it's below that number then it's just random if it's above that then you can infer that they're related um and then yeah you basically construct your theory after that so you can say you know this is uh my name is marta i'm brilliant and i've i have this new finding about psychology and we're just ruled by our elbows uh and that's what psychology tries to adhere to now i have a couple things that i wanted to point out about this um take a second find it think about it think about it our recording setup is not ideal we should get um music stands (gasps) Or something like that would be really cool if we, so that it could read at eye level and not have to like, yeah, (laughs) be looking down while while talking into a microphone. Yeah. So the reason I had to take that break is because my laptop is on my lap where a laptop belongs. Uh, But to talk directly into this microphone in the way that Megan wants me to, I have to be looking up. It's the way the microphone works. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, sure. Okay. Uh, the way that you guys can hear me, I have to be looking up and not at my laptop. So the things that I wanted to point out about, uh, (laughs) I just lifted my laptop like a book. Uh, The things that I wanted to point out are that not everything we know is from such controlled research. So some of the things that we know about psychology happen from the way that we see people reacting to brain trauma. So for example, there's this guy that got a, that got a railroad uh, stake, Whoa. driven through his like eye or nose or something and we know a lot about like 
uh, impulse control from that guy. Whoa. We'll, yeah, we'll talk about him later. Uh, but so not everything we know is from controlled experiments. And there's only so much you can control for people. So for studying for happiness or something like that, it's usually like a scale, like right on a scale of one to five, how happy you feel after this experience. Like depending on the day, depending on their blood sugar, you'll get different answers. Yeah. And so that kind of uh, skews our results. And then, oh, the final thing that I wanted to say is that psychology theories come and go. So as we'll talk about later in our psychology or in our personality episode, uh, there's no one main theory that everybody adheres to. Like, for example, in like regular science and physics, gravity is like pretty accepted, universally accepted. And it's just like based as a tenet. But theories of personality are pretty widely uh, combated even to this day even though we you know us laymans think that there is a definition of personality there really isn't in psychology and that's kind of something that prohibits or uh limits our research hmm. that's my spiel that was what 40 minutes <laughs> no I don't know how long I forgot to turn on the timer I wanted to run but I thought you were about to say I forgot to turn on the recording and no like, no no we're definitely girl. recording <laughs> it's I can see all of the recording things happening Cool. So uh, my question is, because Megan, you're going to be talking about branches of psychology. That I am. So how do you feel that research or different types of research could be conducted across different branches of psychology? Does it change? Would it be done differently? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So um, I mean, I, I would think so. Um, it, when you're talking about different branches of, of psychology, a lot of other, I found like a lot of other uh, disciplines overlap and so there's more like um, I don't want to use the word scientific but more like medical areas in which like 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 um, let me like, just get into my like thing. neuroscience like neuroscience is actually what yeah. I wanted to say but it's part of I what love, I'm about to say I and love so neuroscience. <laughs> <laughs> um, basically branches of psychology it's pretty thick and and I would imagine that research across branches is uh quite different based on you know what you're trying to find um probably uh but anyway to to talk a little bit more about the branches of psychology in which I'll be able to better respond to that question (laughs) (laughs) uh very thick area to cover uh it feels like you could break it up in a lot of different ways I think um so there's there's biological psychology uh otherwise known as physiological psychology or neuropsychology Marta's favorite thing I mean congrats on nailing that tongue twister physiological psychology I would definitely trip over that even I, though I, I, I tried it a couple <laughs> times I'm not gonna lie I read it out to myself out loud while I was reading it um yeah uh so anyways Physiological psychology, neuropsychology, whatever your favorite way to refer to it is, um, it's the study of the biological uh, substrates of behavior and mental processes. Uh, Under this major school of thought, you will find things like comparative psychology, which studies humans in relation to other animals, Uh, perception, which involves the physical mechanics of sensation, uh, mental processing, things like that, a topic that I am particularly excited to explore in an upcoming episode. Uh, Behavioral neuroscience, which focuses on physical causes underpinning behavior. Guys, this stuff is so cool. Like, actually. Uh, Yeah. Well, this is where you would use things like like animal models, oftentimes rats, to study neural or genetic or cellular mechanisms that... Um, underlie specific behaviors like learning and memory and fear and things like that. Um, yeah, very cool. Very, yeah. very cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, cognitive neuroscientists investigate the neural co- uh, investigate the neural correlates of <laughs> psychological processes in humans using neural imaging tools. You can tell that I'm I'm, I'm reading like- that off a piece of paper I'm like cheering Megan on you can do it you can get through this there are big words (laughs) there's some big words in this one normally I'm not bad with uh with talking but I'm not great with it today um these are easy to trip over um okay so neuropsychologists conduct psychological assessments to determine for instance specific aspects of 
an extent of cognitive deficit caused by brain damage or disease. And finally, in this under this umbrella term uh, is evolutionary psychology. Another one of my uh, honestly, I think I'm going to just keep saying that they're all my favorites. They're all your favorites. (laughs) Yeah. But evolutionary psychology is definitely up there, up there, up there. Yeah. Um, So so that's um, like neuropsychology. That's that's that area of biological psychology as an umbrella. Uh, So then we have behavioral psychology in which human behavior is the main area of study. Uh, So that would commonly be referred to as things like behavior modification or behavior analysis. Hmm. Uh, I think for me, one of the most common examples of behavioral psychology is uh, the Pavlov's dog experiment. Uh, So inducing dogs to salivate in the presence of stimulus previously linked with food. Which coincidentally works for regular dog training too. Oh yeah? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Like still to this day, even though it's an old, old piece of research. It's still very relevant. Well, it makes sense. Mm. Yeah. Dogs are easier to treat, uh, train when you have treats to reward them with. There's actually tests online where you can, uh, there's like tests for your dog, like intelligence tests and stuff like that. Like you put a treat under a cup and then you rotate the cups around and then see if the dog can figure out which cup it's under and that kind of stuff. But don't dogs have like really intelligent snouts? Like I feel like a dog could figure that out without being Mm. trained to do it like he would just sniff it out okay maybe maybe that one's not a real (laughs) (laughs) well I'm just thinking like I don't know Ooh, maybe oh you can like hide the treat behind your back in one of your two hands oh maybe I don't know I I think I'm pretty sure there's tests I'll look it up while you're talking all right uh well then I will go on and explain cognitive psychology which studies mental processes underlying mental activity Uh, so these would be things like perception attention reasoning thinking problem solving uh, memory learning language and emotions so these would all be areas of research it's a it's a big 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 area I believe Um, on a larger scale this area is interdisciplinary So it includes cognitive psychologists, neuroscientists, uh, artificial intelligence researchers, linguists, social scientists, to name a few. Uh, Big area. I didn't even think about that, that like AI researchers would be. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Also, I found the page. Okay. Dog. It's called Dognition. (laughs) (laughs) And you can. That's um, good fun. I found it, but then I lost click something else yeah i did click something else oh you can test your dog on empathy communication cunning memory and reasoning wow so like i don't know i used to i used to pretend i was dead and see if my dog would do anything and she came and laid on my stomach every time oh so Does now that mean a good thing or a bad I, thing i was like what are you just chilling with it's <laughs> <laughs> gonna say i feel like i've not faked dead but just lied down and dogs have joined me yeah. to lay on my stomach well sure. now it's now it's our thing because I would like lay dead pretending I was dead for so long that it, sometimes I'd just fall asleep so she just comes and naps oh. with me on the floor now it's so cute little crop but also I had nothing better to do when I was younger yeah that's fair <laughs> that's fine um Anyways, uh, a couple of other things to note about the cognitive psychology area. Uh, I I thought it was interesting to note the overlaps here. So areas of psychology definitely overlap with each other. Uh, So elements of behavioral psychology and cognitive psychology were synthesized to create what's known as cognitive behavioral therapy, a form of psychotherapy, um, which I like a lot because it reminds me of The Sopranos. And uh, I believe that's the type of therapy that tony soprano undergoes with dr malfi never watched the sopranos like the foundation of the show actually it's really (laughs) therapy yeah 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 you've never watched the sopranos that's insane marta it's the best show okay it's my favorite show hands down please excuse me for a moment i'm gonna go watch i honestly (laughs) have all the seasons on dvd it's really really uh, like it there would not be shows like breaking bad there would not be shows like any of that if it weren't for sopranos it was like the forerunner of for me like serious hbo drama and i think just amazing i think i was just too young when it started or something like that like i don't know when i was younger i wasn't even allowed to watch the simpsons so i can't imagine me being allowed to watch sopranos yeah it came out i think it uh, the first episode was in 1999 so yeah i was pretty young as well but my brother was my my siblings are all um several years older than me so they were 
obsessed with it. My one brother is like just totally obsessed with The Sopranos and uh, as a result, so am I. <laughs> that's oh, also cool. why I love Trailer Park Boys, by the way, is my brother's watched it. And so I just love this show now. Siblings yeah. affect your psychology. Hinted. We will get into <laughs> that. Yeah, that's definitely an episode, I'm sure. I feel like anytime I whisper and then I just like laugh really loud, I'm just blowing these mics. But no, you're not. Oh, you're not. Okay, that's actually. good. I'm watching. And actually, finally, we're hitting levels that I wanted to see when we were testing out our microphone so that's that's a good thing I'm getting much more comfortable with my face right into this good. pop filter that's where she needs to be <laughs> if you don't feel it on your nose you're not close enough bye-bye foundation on my nose <laughs> <laughs> hello foundation on my pop filter uh, <laughs> I'm, gonna um, s- I'm gonna stop interrupting you now no it's okay it's okay um you should watch Sopranos though. You'd love it. If you love psychology, you'd love it. There's a lot of other drama that goes on with it, but a big part of the show takes place in his therapist's office and it's dope. Quite something. Yeah, That's it's cool. it's I'm excited. Really incredible. It like it's violent, so be prepared for that, but it's awesome Meh. violence. Anyways. Didn't we just talk Sorry about for a fight? The <laughs> we just yeah, talked, we did just, we talk just talk about, about a fight, fight out across the street. Sorry. So. Violence is fine. Uh, yeah, as entertainment? Yeah, that's Sorry. Olympics, that's sports, that's oh like, God. we should be it talking totally about is. that. That should be an episode. <gasps> I'm going to write it in our notes right now. Do it. Um, okay, so I will move on while you write that down. Social psychology is the study of how humans think about each other and how they relate to each other. So uh, in social psychology, we study topics like the influence of others on an individual's behavior, probably like siblings, uh, and how we form beliefs, attitudes, stereotypes about other people, that sort of thing. Um, It also is the study of group dynamics. And I was going to say, we should do an episode on um, mob mentality. I think that would be a very cool... Like, who would call the cops if there was a massive... Yeah, like that. (laughs) Um, I just sassily yes. rolled my eyes <laughs> while saying it, so I'm sorry. That's okay. Um, okay, psychoanalysis, a method of investigating in, <laughs> investigating the mind and interpreting experience. Uh, it is a form of psychotherapy to treat psychological or emotional distress, uh, especially conflict originating from the unconscious mind. Uh, this is where we would meet our old pals, Sigmund Freud, Carl Jung, Eric Erickson and the lovely Karen Horney. This is, uh, isn't it where like all of the, all of your life's problems come from the fact that you have the Oedipus complex? Yeah. I was going to make a joke about Freud being obsessed with penis. Ah! I couldn't, I couldn't think of it actually. (laughs) It was great. I was, thank you. (laughs) Over the 20th century, the area of psychoanalysis expanded into diverse schools of thought like ego psychology, object relations and interpersonal and relational psychoanalysis uh so a big big area to discuss yeah yeah we definitely are not going to run out of things to talk about heck no especially because this episode was supposed to be short yeah maybe we'll be editing things out i don't know um Existential humanistic theories uh, is my next topic. So this is where we would have things like humanistic psychology, which evolved through the 50s as a reaction to both behaviorism and psychoanalysis. Um, Sorry, let me just scroll down a wee bit here. Humanistic psychology, uh, and this is taken from the American Association for Humanistic Psychology. Uh, It stands for the respect... uh, Stands for respect for the worth of persons, respect for differences of approach, open-mindedness as to acceptable methods, and interest in exploring of new aspects of human behavior. So uh, free will, personal growth, self-actualization, self-identity, death, alertness, freedom, all of that. So would you say that these are all discrete areas or do they all kind of blend in? Um, I don't know. I don't know that now that you say it, I would say it could be probably both. Like you could probably write several theses on any one of those areas and probably several theses on how those areas interact. Sounds like feces. It does sound sound like feces. Ooh, first poop joke of the podcast. Oh, no. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Sorry, I didn't know I had that kind of humor in me. We all do. We all do. I think probably Freud wrote about that too, eh? probably yeah i think that's part of your like early yeah. stages one of the stages of development is anal like, yeah, yeah yeah anal fascination yeah. which is another thing i didn't think i'd say ah. 
it happens. Um, so all, all these things that I've been mentioning here, these are uh, sort of more classical or historical branches of society. No, psychology. psychology. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <laughs> today we have other branches of psychology, such as uh, sports psychology, education, business psychology, media, uh, things like that. So I, I in my opinion, uh, all of these more classical or historical approaches to psychology have, have basically been worked, I would say, to apply them to industries of today and, and specialize on the effects that the work you do. Yeah. 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 I think that all of these branches kind of uh, get applied to the yeah. more new age. Yeah, absolutely. Branches of psychology. Uh, and again, it's important to remember that the study of psychology involved a lot of other areas of study, humanities, natural sciences, social sciences. Uh, all of these are, are big players in the study of psychology as well. You can't really just focus on psychology without considering all of those other things. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. And uh, one last thing I'll mention on the, uh, the branches are some general themes that that you'll notice through every area uh personality the unconscious mind motivation genes and environment and development uh but really i i think it is all much thicker than this i'm probably missing a lot of huge ideas here a lot of like really important things here and i apologize to anyone who may be listening to this who is actually an expert in this that i've if i've if i butchered anything um yeah, also, I should mention this is kind of my own introduction to psychology. I am not like Marta. I did not go to school for this. So I'm a bit of a noob and I will get better. And I will. Just because I went to school for it doesn't mean I know anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did not go to school for it. So I definitely don't know anything. Um, well, not I don't know nothing, but I don't know everything. Yes. So you're not like Jon Snow level of knowledge. You know nothing, Jon Snow. I don't watch Game of Thrones. Uh, okay. <laughs> but you don't watch Sopranos. Sopranos. <laughs> so we're both at fault. Yeah. Um, yeah. So so that's that's what I've got for you there, Marta, in terms of the uh, branches of psychology. I would also say it's very hard. It was very hard finding just a... a synopsis of branches of psychology yeah, it was like sure. oh okay i could read four or five thousand page textbooks on branches of psychology great i started this this morning um <laughs> yeah so um it's hard to not get into the details when you start talking about branches of psychology there's a lot of nuances and i feel like that is something i am going to learn that there is a lot of nuance For to sure. psychology yeah and that's why we always have to be critical I think. Hey, um, yeah. So part of part of the branches of psychology and the areas of the study is, okay, so now I know all this about psychology. What can I do with it? And I was kind of, I found myself in this after I graduated with my honors in psychology. And I was like, okay, cool. So uh, McDonald's or <laughs> Burger King? Like, my options were slim. So uh Full disclosure, I don't work in anything psychology related now, but I feel like I'm a, I am apply some of the things I know to... Hands down. The, yeah, to Absolutely. the way I do my job. Yeah. So I'm a, I write user's guides and documentation, uh, super fascinating stuff. Uh, but just the way that people understand and communicate is something that I use every day. In the my, way that people learn as well, yeah. like the way that they would absorb that information yeah yeah basically use bullet points not blocks of text it's <laughs> pretty simple stuff uh so so talking about careers and what we do with our lives is, so I'm going to talk about careers in psychology or professional areas designations in psychology so first we have our therapy-based areas of psychology so these are the things that you always think of when you think psychologist so you think of a therapist counselor psychiatrist or a psychologist uh actually i'm not going to put psychiatrist in there because i have a different heading for that but uh psychologist wondered really what is the difference between a psychiatrist and a psychologist and i kind of boiled it down to one can prescribe and the other cannot is that's it yeah is that really what it is that's so a psychiatrist is an md so they're going into my next section which is medical professionals yeah. but so a psychologist is somebody who can still diagnose you with something like so you have ADHD or you have some sort of learning disability anything from the DSM the di diagnostic 
diagnostic statistical manual. No, that the S is probably wrong, but it's the diagnostic something manual. Uh, so anything from there, any kind of personality disorders or whatever, a psychologist can diagnose you, but only a psychiatrist can prescribe. And psychiatrists are typically uh, in hospitals and stuff like that. Hmm. So uh, they they can both provide therapy, uh, but it's more common for to be going to actually a therapist or a counselor for therapy than it is to be going to a psychiatrist for therapy. Hmm. So that's something interesting um, to touch upon. And there's also, so then there's psychologists, but then there's also, I've mentioned the words therapist and counselors, and there's also social workers. So therapists, counselors, and social workers don't really diagnose you with mm. issues. So for example, uh, counselors are generally like specific problem-based or something like that. So you could go to a counselor for you know, I'm struggling in school or we're having problems in our relationship or our family's not communicating properly, that would be a counselor. Mm -hmm. I think of a social worker as somebody who's uh, assigned to you. So it's not exactly like it's, it's not a rule by any means, but the way I make the difference in my mind is like a social worker is given to you versus like a therapist or a counselor is sought out by you interesting yeah because social workers work with addictions counseling social workers work with of course uh low-income housing situations or uh what's it called uh child services yeah. that sort of thing so yeah. that's the difference there and those are the therapy-based uh therapy-based pr professions in psychology and while you're thinking about therapy-based professions if you are looking at getting a, th a therapist or a psychologist it's very important to look at what uh, what discipline of psychology they practice because you'll go to a therapist and some of them practice the psychoanalytic approach so you're going to go and say you know I had a really bad day today and they're going to say it's because of your relationship with your mother or something like that huh. so it's different psychologists practice differently or help you differently so CBT like the cognitive behavioral approach is the approach that I like so it's like you're feeling anxiety let's combat your behaviors by doing different behaviors so that's like you recognize that you're feeling this way or that you're going to act this way so let's modify your behavior mm -hmm. cognitive behavioral um I really like that I like action-based versus like trying to hypnotize me and get my deep uh, unconscious mind to speak to you that's anyway so it's important to Kind of look into that stuff if you're thinking of a therapist or just call the psychologist or a therapist before you meet with them to make sure that you have good chemistry and be like, okay, well, how would you help me solve this problem or something like that? So. Um, what would you recommend? Uh, like when I think of, of the people I know who have sought out therapy or something like that, they're, they're not people who are really in a position where they can r really like <laughs> pick or pay. Yeah, they don't really have that luxury. And so they're going to somewhere like... Planned Parenthood or they're going somewhere um, like a free service and so they're on a wait list just for whoever comes up first like what what questions should you ask of somebody in that position like how do you I wonder if you can research all of the psychologists or therapists that 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 service would offer that's a good question and I actually haven't personally sought out that sort of help because uh, the wait lists for that are so long, yeah. right? And yeah. like, especially here in Toronto or Ontario, rather, there's uh, a friend of ours actually signed up to go to like a publicly funded psychiatrist, I think. And he waited so long, didn't he? Like eight months or something? I don't know. Um, I signed up, like when I went to uh, therapy, I signed up for, uh, through Planned Parenthood and it was at least a year uh, I got lucky in that I only ended up waiting about 11 months to get to work with a therapist. Only? Yeah. That's like, crazy. Yeah, they were estimating way longer. It came up a lot sooner than I was expecting it to. Um, and I was lucky that the therapist I was assigned was, was a good match for me. But I had previously uh, worked with a counselor when I was in like first or second year university or something like that mm -hmm. and uh it was terrible and again it was just assigned it was it was through my mom's work I think she was able to get me a counselor and so uh I, I just kind of got whoever was available yeah. to give to me kind of thing and it was not good it was not helpful at all <laughs> I think I think in some of the better organizations there's this um 
that you go through like an intake process. So your first meeting is with just like a general person mm. where you fill out, you know, like this is what I'm struggling with. That's what Planned with. Parenthood did. Yeah. So yeah. this is what I'm struggling with. This is the kind of things I need help with. This is the kind of advice that I prefer to receive or this is the, this is the help that I respond best to or something like that. Uh, and then from there they match you as part of their team and I lied because I did go to something that was not publicly funded but uh funded by my university oh okay yeah and I met with a counselor who I didn't like she felt like a judgy mom and so I never went back to her again but she did say one thing that so I went through a bout of depression when I was in school uh and she did say one thing she's like this is normal like Mm-hmm. you're not alone and even though I hated her she that just hearing those words I was like okay cool that that feels better I don't feel like I'm defective or yeah whatever. yeah yeah anyway so those are the therapy-based careers of psychology next are the medical based careers and those are the things that those are the ones that look at the physiological basis of behavior or uh pathology so if you have you, you know uh a tumor in your brain and it changes your behavior somehow that's where a neuropsychologist would come in or that's where a psychiatrist might come in but psychiatrists again are more for prescribing medication uh, and the reason they have a doctorate like a, an md is because they need to know how these medications affect your brain and what areas of the brain make you act certain ways so if you're having um anxiety due to an overactive part of your brain then maybe you need this medication to quiet down that part of your brain or whatever the case may be so those are the the two medical careers that I wanted to touch upon then we have real world so this is where the areas of study in psychology kind of come crashing into the professional world so there's an area of study called industrial organizational psychology and they study uh (laughs) they study how Um, employees like employee motivation or proper interviewing techniques to make sure you're getting good person job fit and person organization fit yeah and so they go into like large organizations like for example google and help improve their employee satisfaction and they're like these are the this is the psych research that applies to this real world application uh, I so, want to learn all about that. It's so dope. There's wow. and, it's, and it's not just industrial, organizational, or IO psych, as I refer to it, because that's a lot of words um, otherwise. <laughs> There's also um, educational psychologists. So like childhood developmental psychologists could consult for the school board. So how you're building your uh, learning programs and things like that. Forensic psychologists act as experts on panels in courtrooms and it's a shame because there's not many, there's not many spots. I think that everybody, if you didn't want to be like a forensic analyst, like in CSI, then you wanted to be a forensic psychologist <laughs> and uh, there were no job openings. Weird. Um, and then environmental psychologists, for example. So people who analyze how uh, how your workspace affects you or how uh, a building can affect you or something like that. So if you're in a in a room with big open windows that look out onto a green field you're happier than if you're in a concrete room with no windows or something like that so um when building new expensive buildings sometimes an environmental psychologist might be consulted and so this is just like these are just a couple examples Uh, and then there's academics so we're talking professors teachers researchers all of those are in the ivory towers of school Um, and then you have the outliers so like Dr. Phil or whatever. So Dr. Oz. Oh, no. Dr. Oz isn't a psychologist. He's an MD, I think. Yeah. He's like yeah, yeah. for nutrition and shit. Yeah. I hate Bullshit. Dr. Phil, but yeah. whatever. I hate Dr. Oz, too. Okay. So we... If they're uh, on Oprah, don't listen. <laughs> <laughs> We're off to a good start. Anyways, Oprah's so that's a good, I love Oprah. Yeah. Nothing against Oprah, but just like TV psychologists are not... It's pop psychology yeah. and they don't get into... Anyway, you can't solve everything in a 20 minute episode. You just can't. No, that's not, that's not real. That's not real life. So that's everything I had to say about careers. Um, how do you think that different areas of psychology could affect our lives or like how, why is this relevant? I, it's all relevant. It's all relevant. I, and at this point, like, how could it not be? Um, like obviously psychology affects our everyday lives, uh, to get straight to the point, psychology studies 
why we are the way we are and why we act the way we act, how we approach other people, how we approach situations and how we see ourselves personally, uh, how we think, how we learn, how we resolve conflict. Um, so you know, in all of those ways, in every way, psychology affects our lives and, and our workplaces, our relationships, just everything. Um, and I think for me, this is really getting to the heart of why I wanted to take part in this podcast with you, uh, which is that I want a better understanding of myself and of the people around me, my partner, my family, my friends, my job, my coworkers, and like the clients that I work with. Um, how I interact with all of them, how I can improve myself uh, to be better in how I treat others and uh, really just gain a better understanding of why we are the way we are. And that way, if I really can't be nice, at least I'll <laughs> understand why someone is being the way they're being. <laughs> just take the classical Freudian approach and be like mommy issues. Yeah, <laughs> that's all boil it all down to that probably um yeah so the the to me the role of psychology plays in our lives comes down to building relationships with other people animals objects just all relationships really uh communication how we interact and communicate uh with each other in the world around us uh self-confidence and self-esteem so understanding your strengths and weaknesses and building on that uh and building your career uh, like gaining an understanding of psychology helps you understand your work relationships and how you deal with situations at your job and especially how you handle conflict for me. Yeah, yeah. totally. And I think we have something planned for conflict resolution, don't we? Do we? Like arguing? I think so. I think I wrote it in there. Are we going to argue? Ooh. Yeah. What's a, what's a touch point for you? What's a pain point? A pain point. Um, you don't like interruptions, do you? I'm like what I've been doing this entire podcast. I don't. I'm not like that particular about interruptions. You no, haven't I hit me yet. So no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not ever um, physical in my disagreements. Um, I don't know what a touch Sorry. point is for me, but I'm sure we'll I, find it. I guess we'll see. Yeah, we'll get there. Oh uh, no, I was talking about with this with uh, Taylor the other day. I her fiance really 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 hate when someone tells me that I didn't work hard enough or that I like didn't try hard enough bitch have you met Megan <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, it makes me very very mad and I really don't like uh when I see other people working hard and hearing somebody make a comment about how like you know, even if even if somebody made a mistake, if they're showing that they're working really hard, like get off their back. It mistakes happen to the best of us, and yeah. just fuck right off is how I feel about that. Sorry, Taylor had a situation at work yesterday where somebody like he didn't know the answer to something, and he was dealing with so so much so much stuff. He was the like only person there, and uh, uh, his one of his managers came by and was like, "Oh, do you know this obscure?" thing that I want to know and Taylor couldn't remember and he it was such a it was a terrible situation it was a test the manager knew the answer Wait. he was waiting for Taylor to give him the answer and That's Taylor so didn't know it up. and he was like you know Taylor I'm really surprised at you I'm really surprised at that that you would forget something like this and it was just like how does look Taylor the fuck around Taylor is like me Taylor's like me like how he does just how does he keep his eyes from like rolling directly into the back of his head or from like <laughs> leaping across the desk and strangling somebody? I have no idea the times he comes home and I'm just like, I would die. Like I would just spontaneously combust right there. If somebody said that to me, that just is fucked. Yeah. So that's, that's a trigger for me. That's, that's crazy. Don't I'm tell me I don't work hard. Oh, I don't think I ever will. <laughs> <laughs> she just wagged her finger at I me. I like all sassy <laughs> finger on you. Yeah. Uh, probably a pain point for me is, uh, everything. So <laughs> sometimes Cal and I will be driving in the car. I'm like, you know what bugs me? He's like everything. I'm like, well, you now. <laughs> <laughs> no, in this moment, do you know what bugs me? Yeah. yeah. So it, yeah, we'll, we'll find something generally with people I like. I'm not, it's not a problem. It's with people I don't know that. that yeah. Me. For me, it's, it's with people who I, um, there's a there's some sort of a barrier between me and them that makes me not able to just say what I think yeah like you're bugging me yeah like like if you if it's your friend or your mother or your you know sibling or something like that your partner you can be like hey you know 
it's not a good time. Like I'm, I'm not feeling great today. Like maybe leave me alone or something like that. You can just get to it. My sister and I have mastered that where she'll come home like in a foul mood and I'll be like, Hey, what's happening? She's like, "Mm mm-mm. And I'm like, okay, not bye. Today. Not today. <laughs> bye. Or she'll come into my room. She's like, hey, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm not talking right now. <laughs> Please leave my room. <laughs> so, yeah, we both still live at home. Full grown adults at home. Hey, man. That's life sometimes. Yeah, really? Yeah. Um, and so is that where we're going to end our podcast today? Um, to be honest, that's all the research that I have for okay. today. Yes. So either we're talking out of our asses now or... We're ending it. Yeah, I think I think it is time to wrap it up. Um, but basically, this was, I hope, interesting. Yeah. And uh, I think I, we learned something about Sopranos. You definitely learned something oh, about sure. Sopranos. Who yeah, knew? that you should watch it. I didn't. It's really, really good. And um, James Gandolfini is just the best. Googles. The best there could be. Google's James. You d- there was a Gandolfini. picture of James Gandolfini <laughs> on the Mac when we came upstairs. Ooh. We are like obsessed with. There are so many Sopranos pictures on this computer that just rotate, and that's our screensaver. Yeah, that and like a bunch of other pictures. But yeah, love that's Sopranos. Awesome. Love Sopranos so much, and it is super relevant to this, this. podcast. Yeah, Ooh. because it's it's the journey of a man through his two families his mafia family and his his real family and uh his like journey to try and make sense of himself it's amazing it's really amazing psychology podcast sopranos advert who knows <laughs> there's one in the same yeah i feel at this point in the in the time like the world doesn't need to be told to watch sopranos it only has all the emmys and yeah awards there could be and yeah just awesome yeah okay so that's <laughs> that's everything for our episode uh or number one episode yeah our of, psych 101 yeah just general overview get to know a little bit about us and the world that yeah. we're going to be joined jer- if there's journeying. anything that you want to learn about sorry i just interrupted uh, no i just couldn't finish i don't know megan lost going. her tongue in her yeah. mouth there for a second so yeah uh if there's anything that you want to know about or if there's anything you want us to explore um in our novice way then let us know yeah uh, if, if you want to know some ideas some little teasers for things that are are coming up to be featured in our podcast it will be things like what? uh uh one that i'm very excited excited about uh that is going to be soon is the senses and perception episode i'm very or possibly episodes it seems yeah. like a pretty big area I think we're breaking it up yeah it's uh fascinating i think it's gonna be really really cool and uh i'm i'm pumped for that one yeah. Cool. Same. So keep listening if you like it. <laughs> cool. Bye. Bye.